just be a role model. Something I wake up to and, and look forward to every single day is when I wake up that day, I'm like, all right, am I the man my parents want me to be? Someone my sisters can look up to? Am I someone my brother can rely on? Am I uh, someone I can cr continue to have long lasting relationships with? Am I someone that, that I would want to look up to, right? You are now tuning in to the Roughnecks Podcast with your host, Cole Nixon. One last thing before we get into today's episode, a lot of people ask how they can support the podcast. Well, I have a couple easy ways. The first way is just listen and subscribe. And another thing you can do is go follow the Roughnecks podcast on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube as well. If you get something out of today's show, then do me a favor, share it with a friend. If you really want to go above and beyond to support the podcast, then head over to roughnextpodcast.com and get you some of that merch. I appreciate all of the support, but let's get into today's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Roughnecks podcast. Um, honestly, I don't know what exact episode this is because my episodes got a little messed up, but we're in the 90s. That's all I know. So another episode and I got a couple real goofy fellas joining me today <clears throat> and I will just refer to them as Sauce and Mahair, a.k.a. the twins. What's up, fellas? Welcome to the Roughnecks podcast. What's up, Cole? Thanks for having us. How's it going? It's going. I'll be honest. I didn't want to say your last name. I, I, I think I got it, though. Chalakian. That was pretty. I mean, that was on actually. Chalakian. That was perfect. Okay. All right. So, like, what exactly is your guys' like? Wh where's the last name from? So we're, it's it's Armenian, and we're one hundred percent Armenian. It's a a little country in the kind of in the Middle East, Eurasia area. Um, we're we're a small, tight knit group of people. It's a very weird area where we're from, but you know, we my parents. My mom was born here. Our dad was born in Lebanon, which has a huge Armenian community as well. Um, but both full 100% Armenian. And there's just a bunch of full 100% Armenian people across the country now. And so, yeah, we landed in Michigan and we've been here ever since. And we're loving yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll let, you, I'll let you guys kick it off uh, just to start the episode by giving a background on who you are. So we'll just go from there. So just kind of go. I mean, it's going to sound like you guys are both talking because I feel like a lot of people are going to be confused, but um, just kind of tell the Roughnecks listeners who you guys are. So I'm an identical twin brother, and that's probably why you won't be able to tell who's who's talking. Um, but I was born 12 minutes before this guy, and I take advantage of it. Um, being a twin my whole life taught me a lot of different things. I had a passion for sports growing up, found myself at Ohio Wesleyan University playing football all four years, and it was the best time of my life. Um, love playing football, love being around sports and just the community in general. Um, I mean, I'm really passionate about about being a role model, being a good leader and uh, being with my community, my family. Those are a couple of things that uh, drive me forward. Um, and now just in the professional world, trying to find my groove and trying to make make things happen out here. Mm -hmm. Yep, and kind of touching on that maybe he didn't 
attention just because I don't want to repeat a lot of stuff. Um, you know, at Awu, we studied business. We knew we would always be business guys. Didn't really know what we after college. That's kind of what we're playing by. And that's, like he said, we're still kind of figuring that out. Right now we're in sports again. Um, still, you know, we're in sales, which we've been in since we've gotten out of college, which we like. We love the sales attributes and things like that. Um, and like he said, we are just trying to find our groove and kind of what we want to do. We know, um, you know, maybe opening up a business someday in our future is is a potential possibility. And we're just kind of letting opportunities be open and just trying to stay as open-minded as possible because we are only 24, so we're still pretty young. Got a lot of time. Got a lot of time to kind of make things happen. Yeah, it's crazy how many times it's came up on this podcast. And I wish that like I, sometimes I wish I had more younger listeners. Most of my listeners are like our age, 23 to 20 seven or something like that's like my big age group but i don't have a whole lot of younger listeners and i wish i did because i wish they would understand like how many times it's been brought up on this podcast you're not gonna know we all think you know you come out of high school we're like oh i know exactly what i'm gonna do then you get to college and you're like yeah i'm not doing that that most people like end up changing their major two or three times i mean even if you don't change your major you think you know and after college you're kind of like man, I, I really don't know exactly what I want to do or what you thought you wanted to do just doesn't work out the way that you thought it was going to. I'm 100% on point, like you said. I mean, going into college, I knew I wanted to do business and sports. So that's what, where the majors came from, business and sports management. Um, and graduating college, I thought I knew what I, knew what I wanted to do. And four years seems like a long time. And let me tell you, the quickest years of my life and I wish I could restart it but you know what we keep moving forward um but I mean come senior year I didn't know what I did wanted to do I mean COVID happened so landed ourselves at a company in mortgages and and thought that was a good start for the professional career and honestly even after being there for six months I was like yeah this is not what I want to do and yeah I mean you utilize just utilizing people in your corner just mentors anyone you've networked with your family friends um, aunts, uncles, they can help tell you, hey, you've got time, just find out what you are looking to do. And sometimes that's the hardest part is really finding you want to do. I mean, you're not supposed to know. That's the whole point of it. You're supposed to fail a couple of times on your way there. And um, luckily, we're, we're, we're failing good, which is, which is all part of growing up, taking a couple of opportunities, seeing if we like it. If not, I'm, and you're, I'm only 24. I've, I've got time. But um, that's also the thing is like, I feel like people in our position put some extra themselves when it's not really necessary. And I mean, you do have the ability to think about what you want to do because you can do anything. Literally, you could do anything you want to. Mm -hmm. And that's the craziest part about it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like one failing is always I, I think of it and I think a lot of people should think of it this way as well. Failing is always a good thing it's always you know something that's going to benefit you even if though it sucks in the moment you know said we were in the mortgage industry we were there for about a year and then we were like I feel like I just wasted a year but I didn't I knew what you know I knew what I didn't want to do moving forward and I learned a lot of good things coming out of it and looking back on it so failing is always a good thing and now it kind of helps guide you down a different path so it's always it's never a straight line there's going to be a straight line until you hit that, you know, road bump, and then it's going to go, you know, one, two or three directions. You pick one and then another one, one, two, three directions, whatever it may be. You just got to keep rolling with the punches. And that's kind of what 
just focus on and trying not to get too caught up in like, dude, it's getting really stressful now. I really want to figure out what I want to do. <laughs> and sometimes it's like, I mean, it gets to you, but it's just, you got to take a step back and reevaluate all that, all, all that shit and keep moving forward. I definitely can understand. Like I feel the stress, especially cause I'm 23 just right behind you guys. And like, you kind of look at, I think some of it too, is like, you start to get to that point where you look at people who are engaged, married, you know, got a job, got kids or something. And you're like our age. And they're like, you're like, what? Like you feel like you're behind sometimes everybody progresses in different ways, but I like how much you guys touched on failure. And it's something that has been talked about immensely on this podcast time and time again. And it's crazy. Like how you look at what I, I hate when people, cause I feel like too many people fear failure and you shouldn't fear failure. Like you don't, you shouldn't want to fail is not what that's not what I'm saying, but like what you should be you should be like, if you're not failing, then you're not trying. Like you're not actually growing. You're not making those, taking those risks. And like, sometimes you have, you, you really need to take risk in life. And every failure that you have is an opportunity. I mean, look at, here's an example to kind of look at when I think I've brought it up on this podcast multiple times is like, look at our losses in football. We learn more from in the film room the next day or Monday after those losses than like our film after a win. Now, granted, usually you don't make as many mistakes if you win the game. But you look at film and you're like, you learn a lot through those losses or those failures. You will learn more from your failures than you ever will your successes. I've said it probably over a hundred times on this podcast, but it is a hundred percent true in my opinion. Right. And I mean, it might come with age, like learning that, like you, cause you can say this to a group of people, I feel like a hundred of times and you can just try and beat it into them. And this is why I feel like it comes with age. Because like, let's say you go to a group of, you know, what high school year old, uh, high school kids or middle school kids, right? Let's talk sports. You know, you keep practicing. This is what you're going to do. Prepare them, you know, you know, let them know failure is going to happen. It's okay. You're going to get better after it. And let's say they lose, you know, 10 of their 10 games at the end of the season. They're like, all right, that sucked. Like they're crying after the season. It was a miserable season. Like they don't understand. And I don't think you'll like people will ever understand until you know, you've matured long enough to realize that it's, it's, it's worth it. It's part, it's, it, there's a plan. It's, something's going to happen. So I'm just trying to say like beating it into someone, I feel like doesn't even work until you reach that maturity level and just kind of understand that, you know, there's, it's okay. There is a next, and, you know, just deal with that next step once you get there. But you're like, I mean, failure is going to, people are going to cry, you're not going to get what you want. And, you just figure out the next step and just keep doing that. I mean, it's, it's, it's part of it's inevitable basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, one of the biggest things from football, I'd say greatest lesson because looking back on it now, this is the one thing that's, that has applied to my professional career now is, I mean, how many plays we have to learn offensive and defensive side, you learn multiple, multiple, and some people four years, they still couldn't understand it. Right. As long as, as you're failing at 100 miles an hour, if you have no idea what coverage you're in, but still made the tackle, that's a good thing. At least you were going 100 miles an hour, right? If you're going to fail, do it at full speed. Don't do it. At, don't have fast it because then that's where you get in trouble. And that's really where you're going to lose connection with yourself and understand where you're trying to go because you didn't really commit yourself to really putting yourself out there and be okay to take that loss, take that L for that, that play that day. I mean, that's that's again. And that's where the maturity ties in, because you have to be OK with the the outcome 
whether you like it or not, and then kind of reevaluating. That's taking that step back. That's where that maturity comes in. So I think really put like really putting yourself out there and I mean, taking that extra step, going all out every single day. And, and it's hard to make that connection from athletics to professional career. Cause you're like, all right, well, I know one more rep is how I can like count. I did an, like a little bit extra or one more sets. And you can't really say that in the professional career in some a- aspects um, but it's really kind of just making sure you are doing what you can to put yourself in the best position. Yeah. I like that. You said, you know, mess up hundred miles an hour. I mean, I can't tell you how many times coach D said that to us. That was like his, one of the things that he always told us, he's like, you're going to fuck up. Just do it as fast as you possibly can. And like, that was one of any of the freshmen that would be like, Hey, you got any like advice, like, or like, Hey, any tips? And I'm like, whenever and when you're in doubt just run just run as fast as you can that's all i got there for you like that is the best thing because like you're gonna it's hard to explain like you guys know when we're freshmen we're like right you're like a chicken with your head cut off you're like i don't even know especially like your first day of practice and like no one knows the schedule and how practice works and everybody's just kind of like looking around running around like where where do we go now every every time and it's like just just go 100 miles an hour and you'll be all right like you'll just live to see another day <clears throat> um and one of the other things that i like that you guys talked about touched on is like you know, you're going to have that outcome. You got to live with that outcome. But like, here's the thing where I kind of, you can almost take another step and be like, you have to look at that outcome and you can either settle for that and be okay with hundred percent. Okay. With, you know, losing, failing, whatever. Or you take that as like, I always say an opportunity to grow and get better. And it's up to you. Right. I mean, well, he was kind of mentioned, he started talking about it. The thing about, you know, now that we're in the business world and we are in the real world and working, And, you know, we have our goals here compared to like when we were playing football and, you know, the next possible was that next play, which came two minutes after the previous one when we messed up or, you know, that next season is literally something we're working for every day in the off season to do that next step. Like, you know, when we're 21, 22, 23, whatever, first getting out into the real world, we're like, all right, I want to do this job. or or I want to do sales or whatever, and you're really sucking at it and you're not doing good, but you want like, you want to try being good at it and you just can't figure it out. I think that has a lot more stress and it will give a lot more concern and doubt to people because I feel like the real world is more of a pro process, depending on what type of either or what type of things you're doing, because you don't know, like, I mean, speaking of there's, there's a, million different sales jobs like you might have this one sale job at some random company you just you know you heard about wanted to give it a shot but you know and you might have the poor experience there and it might defeat your entire confidence about being a salesman but you know learning what you you did from that experience and kind of moving it on to a next one you know whenever that may you know how you got to gear towards the real world just because it's going to be a longer process you got to just take bits and pieces as you move through the process and kind of build that that resume of failures to add to resume. Yeah, you have to take like it doesn't matter if you move like you don't like that job, but there's all there's always going to be something that you can take from each and every job or from you know that one person that you met. And that's where I think I've learned. I feel like you know it comes with age is everybody that you learn <clears throat> meet and you start to realize like hey this is a pretty smart person. You know, we used to, I feel like, you know, shy away from those people sometimes, but those are the people that you want to listen to. Like, you don't want to talk. You don't want to try to outdo them with their your story or whatever. Just listen to them. 
you know, <clears throat> even if they have an ego or whatever, they still they they got to where they are for a reason. So give them a chance and keep listening. And so I wanted to kind of go back to something. You kind of said something like, you know, we doing that extra rep, doing that extra set. How would you? Because like I feel like sports translates to the real world so much, and it, it's, you can't re, you don't have like that next play like you do in football in the job. How do you? How would you say that kind of translate like that? Te- doing an extra ten percent almost like our, yeah, how we did after every lift. How would you say that translates into the workforce? So it's not like as easy as it might seem to some people. Oh, I'll just work an an extra hour each day. Yeah, that that'll help. That'll give you some experience, but you really want to make sure you're locked in for however long you're clocked in for doing what. Right. So maybe working an extra hour might not be the extra 10% you're looking for. Something that I do is I write down things I need to accomplish each day and I, I look to accomplish it. And that's, I don't clock out until I make sure I check off all those uh, things. Um, and it's just like, it's just holding yourself accountable because each job comes with different, different metrics, different things you need to attain each day, different responsibilities you have to do. Um, whether it's seeing one more patient or making one more phone call to get one more set or one more sale that day. Um, you just really need to hold yourself accountable and, and whatever metric you've set for yourself that day, I think that's where it comes in. That's the importance of it. Because like you said earlier in this conversation, people start comparing themselves to other people. And that is the most crucial thing I think you can do in the professional world, because so many people go down so many different paths that it's just impossible to compare yourself to someone else. So you really need to focus on what your goals are, what your do for that day, that week, that month, and whatever it is, and hit that. It doesn't matter if my brother, who's an identical twin, who I have to live with every single day of my life, doesn't matter if he get, let's say, closes 10 sales this day, I close five sales this day. He could have closed 12 days, the day, 12 sales the day before, and I could have closed one sale the day before. So in, in my com- comparing myself to myself, I kicked ass that day. I kicked ass because I just I just improved. Right. So that's kind of the way you should look at it, in my opinion. Yeah, it's just I mean, it's not going to be comparing sports, sports and the real world are, you know, it's a very similar vibe you have, especially just going into it as being a high school student athlete, being a collegiate student athlete. Like you're taking those same attributes, those that same commitment level, drive, passion, like you're taking that same level with you. It's just a different you got to kind of gear it. A different way but like the way I I'm always thinking back to my days at OWU like I'm always thinking about okay you know this happened this season like this is how we went about it this is what like if this was football I'd be going this hard with that stuff and why am I not either when, when I'm slacking it's like why am I not doing it here you know and then like he said just finding it's more of like doing like value add type things instead of you know, working an extra hour a day, what's working an extra hour a day going from 8.30 to 7 instead of 8.30 to 6. Odds are you're going to be tired by the time 6 comes around. That last hour is going to be a piece of shit. You're not going to do anything productive. It's going to be finding things within your day. Like, let's say within your call, you say you're saying something specifically in a, in a, in a way that's not maybe catching someone's attention, kind of listening to a call or getting some coaching sessions in in one week and tweaking that and practicing that each and every day until you've got that down and kind of just doing something until you get it down. And then, like I said earlier, just keep adding and adding and adding. And eventually those 10% are going to add up and it's going to be 
like a, a some it's some good yeah <clears throat> you you i love that you said like you know that extra hour it might just be you're gonna be tired it might be shit so that extra hour isn't always worth it like that's what i think some people overlook they're like oh well i'm just gonna put in a few extra hours today and then i'll be i'll be fine that's not necessarily the point look at you know if we sleep an extra hour like if you if you i don't know what the numbers are exactly i think six hour eight hours is what you're supposed to get but six hours is like good enough but if you sleep like past eight hours isn't it like you, you you're more droggy like last night i slept a lot i've been sick kind of off and on with this like cold so i've i, I finally got some quality sleep because i've been busier than crap and you know i got that extra sleep but then i woke up this morning and i was just like uh, like kind of like dragging ass this morning it took me a while to kind of get going but it, it's i mean it's crazy like i think people overthink it and think the more time you put in the better and it's not necessarily the truth like it could just be something like reading a book listening to a watching a youtube video of sales like or whatever it is that you're passionate about where you're trying to go with it it could be something just like that it doesn't like i think people overthink it when you don't need to right it, it's what you do with your it's not how much time it's what you're doing with your time you can accomplish i mean a lot of companies are doing it now is like they're shortening their hours and they're getting the best out of those employees within that certain amount of time instead of working them all day and all night. I mean, even bodybuilders do it too. They're not working 14 plus times a week, 12 single day of the week. They know you have to rest your body. They know it, that's how muscles built too, is through those rest days and things like that. So, I mean, you burn out yourself because that's, that's not a way to go about it. Cause then you're just going to lose interest and passion, commitment and drive and all that about what you're doing is just doing the right things with the, you have and making the most out of that and making sure you're doing all the right things absolutely i'm gonna put you guys kind of on the spot here but you guys mentioned like opening your own business or in the future that could potentially be something that you guys see yourself doing do you guys have any idea of like what that could be like what what exactly you're thinking about going with that like where you're exactly thinking of going with that so when you when you kind of turn your mind into an entrepreneur entrepreneurial mindset your brain doesn't turn off right you're all you're looking at businesses down the road you're you're just doing i wish it did trust me i wish i could turn it off but with this podcast (laughs) all the time i'm just i'd be laying there in bed and then all of a sudden i'll be like i'll say something and my girlfriend's like what and i'm like i just had an idea sorry don't worry about it i can make money doing (laughs) exactly exactly it's just i can make money doing this i can make money doing this i can make money doing this i can do this better than this person i can make money doing that it's, it's just thinking like that. And like, so me and my brother have a shared file and we just, every day we're putting different ideas on a piece of paper till we get uh, in 200 ideas, let's say, and we'll, we'll go down and minimize it to what we like. But I mean, our, our brand that we, we like to call ourselves is double time. I mean, you've heard it. A lot of people around us have heard it. We like, we like that brand It's double time is, is who we are. So we want to utilize that brand to, to create, um, the, our original idea was uh, something in sports, something maybe sports recruiting or doing a podcast, something like this. Um, but then we got into into different things like um, maybe buying businesses, seeing how that might be. Because when we first thought about what we want to do with our own business, we thought we just had to create something from the ground up, right? There's a number of different ways to become a business owner. And that's what really opened our eyes have made us think differently in regards to, all right, what do we want to do with our business? And, and I mean, again, it just kind of like, 
it just the best part about wanting to business is the way you think after you make that decision. It's just it's idea after idea after idea. Um, Alan, do you have anything? Well, to touch on it? We haven't officially started a business or anything. Double time still like um, it's trademark like, it's, it's like make believe it's still in the works. We really love the name, but it's like that's been a plan of ours for you know our whole lives. It's just been something that we thought would be cool is working together and doing something together, owning our own something together, and we're just kind of latching onto that idea. We know eventually we'll. And then we kind of got into it when we were unemployed a little bit more. And then we just, I don't know. I mean, it is intimidating to kind of just drop everything, start your own thing. I think every, you know, entrepreneur will tell you that. And obviously the greatest on the other side of fear. Um, but just, I don't know if we're, you know, quite ready to take that, that step yet. Just because we don't have the specific ideas in mind with the specific steps we need to take just yet in order to kind of get there. We still feel like we want to learn more about just all the different stuff we're kind of doing right now and just learning more in general about, you know, businesses, how they're run. We want to learn more about the operational side. Um, so double time, it is a fun thing. I do want to get a podcast or something going to start doing something. Um, like I love how you have, and I think it's awesome. Um, but yeah, no, not, nothing tangible right now. Something I can chime in here is, uh, I mean, even – if you're not to start your own business like quite there yet we like he said it's the end goal but even things such as side hustles right i mean that's the best way to make extra money or accumulate enough money to i mean maybe stop what you're doing full time and take on some of your side hustles something that if it makes sense obviously but i mean buying properties is something that we're passionate about getting in the mortgage industry early on made us realize that buying properties has a lot of opportunity in it. So that's something we're constantly looking into. Um, I mean, things like just investment properties, Airbnb, stuff like that, even uh, things that I know some of my friends do like buying ATM machines, putting them into, into anywhere that need, needs an ATM machine. Those things are cash cows. Like just anything that makes money, you can turn into a side hustle. And if your side hustle gets big enough to where you can stop your actual job, then you can make that a full-time job again, if it does make sense and become a business owner that way. So that's also something we're looking into, um, something we're trying to constantly, again, it's just when money's on your mind, just you, mind you just want to try to keep, mind you just working. want to keep it going. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you mentioned the side hustle thing and I, I look at back at, there's a few YouTubers that I watch because I watch a hand like, you know, not too many YouTube people that I that where that's all they do. They just make YouTube videos. And like most of them were like, you know, it started out as a hobby and just like something that was kind of fun to do. And then all of a sudden, like they started making money for it. And then it got to the point where we were like, all right, I need to make X amount of money from each video. Like I need to get to this point before I can quit my job. But it happens all the time. Um, I wanted to ask, did you guys have Rusty? Yeah, we did. We had, we were in his entrepreneurship class. That's yeah. what I figured. I could I like from the buying because isn't that kind of what he did? I, I didn't have him. I had uh that we had a new guy come in. I was that my senior year? I think it was my senior year. We had a, another guy come in because Rusty only teaches in the fall, I think, and yeah. he was teaching in the uh, spring. The new guy. Um, but <clears throat> that's what I figured. Um, the the one thing that I like though, like you guys said, like you have all these ideas, but. I think what hurts people the most is that they 
jump on like yeah you have these ideas and then they jump on it and then all of a sudden it's like it failed and they're like but this was such a good idea and it's like you didn't take the time to like truly plan it out i just had somebody text me the other day and she's like hey how did you start your podcast and i was like how or why and she was like how my brother's thinking about starting one and i wanted to ask you because i knew you had one and i was like the biggest piece like i gave her a bunch of advice on like all this stuff technical stuff but i was like the biggest piece of advice i can give you is do not rush it I noticed when I rushed things with the podcast and with anything really in general, when I had these ideas, I'd rush it and like I'd get it out there and then I'm like kind of disappointed because it didn't work the way I wanted it to. It's because you have to have a plan. I, um, I, I think it was Connor who said it, you know, he was 18 years old when he started his supplement company and he was like the biggest thing that I knew, like learned he's like i took the time and planned things out and he was like that was the biggest thing to help at 18 years old like that's when he he's only 19 now and he, like he's a 19 year old telling me this and i'm just sitting there like he's 100 right like he, you're further ahead than i was because it took me an extra like year or two, like two or three to learn that and I, I think that's the biggest thing is like you don't need to rush it you don't have to go super fast and like honestly entrepreneurship is it, it's intimidating because it's like you lose your job, you, you just go get another one, and you're not out anything. Your business fails that you started, you're out a lot, and mm-hmm. it, it can truly hurt. It, I mean, I've you we see it all the time where people literally have to go bankrupt because of it, and it, it is a scary thing. But that's why it is very important, I think, to plan it out and actually have a plan and not just jump on the first idea that you come up with. Absolutely. Yeah. And and so when me and my brother were to piggyback right off of what you said, when me and my brother wanted to start this double time idea, um, at first it was going to be kind of like a sports recruiting type deal. But what we did and planning, like you're talking about, we reached out to, I think, two mentors of ours that were OU alumni that we connected with, bo- both entrepreneurs, both business owners, two alumni we reached out to and two of our uncles that are in the business four people we ran like an idea by and they I mean those are people we can trust to give it to us as is they're not gonna uh, just feed into our egos or whatever it is they're not gonna tell us what we want to hear they're gonna tell us exactly how it is and and we I mean we like we had created a business plan we had everything prepared and one of our mentors was like well before you get all into your business plan all this stuff you need to think about x y and z and kind of put those, connect those dots, put that together. And we're like, all right, well, we just thought we had now we got to kind of go back and we skipped a couple of steps. But I mean, you're absolutely right. You have to put down a plan hold yourself accountable and make sure you're doing what you have to do. Because if you rush it, you could lose the idea. Like there's potential that you could lose that idea and you you won't do it again, right? So if you do, if you want to do it, if you want to do it right, take your, take your time. Take your time. Take your time. Your time. Don't, it's like, it's kind of the same idea as failing at a hundred miles an hour, but it's not, it's make, when, when it comes to this, it's like, yeah, fail at a hundred miles an hour. You just got to make sure you're doing, you know, you, you know, you're doing the right things, right? Like let's say for a receiver, obviously I go out, you know, I'm supposed to go out to the right and run a corner out, right. Go out to the right, you know, get in my stance. The ball's going to be snapped on two. wait for the second snap and then go out and make the play. I'm not going to go right out of the huddle, go to the left and run a bubble route or anything like that. Plan, prepare, do something that's going to make you take some steps forward. And then if you fail, then at least you kind of got some concrete things that you can build off of to redo it again 
and do, you know, whatever better than next time around. Preparation is, is huge. Like just with a lot of different things, it's so much like, it's so much more necessary than most people think. They think they can just like rely on, you know, not talent, things like that. But preparation, no matter who you are, is I think it's such a crucial part of, you know, just everyday life in order to prepare yourself for something, whether it's goals, you know, like whether it's, you know, you want to start working out and doing a workout plan for, you know, six months straight and you haven't worked out for the past three years, odds are you're not going to get through that six month workout plan. You got to start taking baby steps and then get into that stuff. You got to, you know, it's just all about preparation and having some, some steps ready to go. What I like that you said is like you had something, uh, if you fail, you already have like a baseline, like you already have something, you already went through a lot of it. It's basically fail, adapt and keep going. Like you're going to, you're going to make mistakes. It, it, it is unavoidable. You're going to have it, but you got to take those mistakes and adapt and just keep going, keep pushing right through. Maybe you have to take it, you know, like you, like with the business plan or like, you know, you got to think about X, Y, Z. Maybe you have to take a couple steps back. But after you take those couple steps back, you can keep going. You don't have to, you don't, if the more you wait, especially I feel like in entrepreneurship, I've noticed like <clears throat> the weeks that I went through a spell over the summer where like, you know, I didn't get episodes out, got busy and, and it started to kind of like fall off a little bit. And then I watched my, like every episode, kind of like my listeners kind of start to go down. And I was like, now I'm getting out two episodes a week. I don't care what I have to do. Two episodes a week. I Monday and Friday every week, two episodes, and I'm noticing. That's weird. I think my phone died. Today's episode is brought to you by RoughNextPodcast.com. If you want to support the podcast, then head over to RoughNextPodcast.com and grab you some of that Roughnecks merch. We have everything from T-shirts, long sleeves, sweatshirts, hats, and many more. Stay up to date on the website for new merch coming every couple months. You can place an order and it'll get sent directly to your door. And I don't even take any of the money from it. The money gets put right back into the podcast to continue to improve it for you. If you can't afford to buy some merch this time, then simply just subscribe to the newsletter and it'll keep you up to date on all the new things that are coming. I appreciate all of the support you guys give. It doesn't go unnoticed. Let's get back to today's episode. So I wanted to ask, though, because you, you, we've talked about Double Time. It was a podcast at one point, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Whatever happened to it? Like, I feel like you guys didn't do it that long. Yeah, you no, remember didn't. back when we were talking about something, people have a plan and then they just go right into it and then it just doesn't turn out the way they thought. That That's kind of what happened to us. Um, like, but we were literally just talking, being on here and it's always been in the back of our minds. I mean, it was like, we're always together. We always have someone to like do something with, and we've got plenty of resources. This is something we've been talking about getting back into it. I mean, we just, we don't necessarily have the time, but that's something where if you want to do it, you got to make the time for it. And right. that's something that we are thinking about getting back into the, into the swing of things, yeah. hopefully getting that thing back within the next couple of months. I hope. Yeah, people, I don't think realize how much time actually podcasting itself like to be. And I think in my opinion, like the biggest thing is consistency. If you're going to do once every two weeks, that's fine. Just make sure you have an episode every two weeks, because otherwise you become you get those people who listen all the time. And if you kind of drop off, because I'll be honest, I have podcasts that I used to listen to 
where they just like you know went through spells where it's like there's no episodes ever and you're just and then all of a sudden they might upload one but i unsubscribe from them because i'm like i don't want it on my phone like i'm just i i would rather like the ones that and then almost there's all, I also feel like a line like you can't go too much because i listen to real af sometimes with uh andy frisella or frisella whatever the guy who created uh 75 hard mm-hmm. i listen to his but he like posts like four a week and i'm like all right that, that's almost too much like i don't I, like nobody listens most people i feel like don't listen to every single episode of every podcast that they listen to like you might miss listen to most of them but uh, there's not a single podcast that i've ever listened to every single episode and i'm somebody who listens to podcasts like hours of podcasts a day but yeah. it takes a lot of time but it is it, it's really fun like it is like i feel like you get the little bit you guys did it's all it's it's really cool just to sit there and like i've noticed from my episode one where me and teddy freaking good old teddy recorded this episode like the, our first episode sitting at his house on his couch i had my laptop on my lap that was what we were recording with and now i have a microphone on a mic arm freaking soundboard like i have so much stuff and i'm just like what in the world and it i have a website like it, it just grows it's really cool to see it grow too but like i wouldn't have been able to do that without failures and mess ups because this was not the first podcast i've said it fan speak sports was the first podcast one of the worst podcasts I think I've ever had in my entire life or ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. But you got to have those failures because I would have never knew kind of the things not to do if I didn't have that other podcast. Right. And you're on number, I think this is 97 or whatever it is. You're almost at 100. So, like, it's been how many weeks of this stuff going strong? So that's exactly like a great point for whoever's listening to this is it does. I mean, anything takes time things to um, Cole you didn't get all your fancy equipment in your website created when you sat there with Teddy God knows you're talking about with him um I'm almost to the point where I'm about to delete that episode because I do know what it's talked about and I'm like I almost need to get rid of it I always had to tell him before the episodes now Teddy you can't say this why not no, Teddy you just can't say it just don't say it he's a liability we were just kind of talking about this before uh we got back on but you know, you asked me how much time it takes me to edit. I had to edit so much more with Teddy. It was awful. <laughs> I love you, Teddy, but God. That's awesome. Golly. Um, I mean, a common theme here I'm seeing is, is fear of failure and not really being afraid to fail. And after being just tri- trial and error with a number of different things in the short 24 years I've had, um, whether it's academics, athletics, profession, whatever it may be, friends, family, community, I'm almost at the point where I, I, I would, it, it feels weird if I'm not, if I'm not failing in the right direction. Right. And it's key failing in the right direction there. Don't, don't just fail to fail, fail in the right direction. And it's almost like, I feel weird when I'm not failing in the right direction, when I don't want things to be easy for me. Like I don't, I don't for my family it's not easy for my community like I don't want things to be necessarily easy for me I don't want to be a one-hit wonder I'd rather work my ass off for something I want so I can look back and say I deserve this not hey I was one of the lucky ones like that that's something that motivates me because there are too many lucky ones out there and I mean good for them I mean it's it's amazing that they are a lucky one that's I mean a gift from God right but 
there's a point where I don't want to just be a lucky one. I want to know and look back that I worked hard for this. I, this is what I set back, let's say five years ago, 10 years ago, and I finally got it. And I'm so happy that that's the way it happened instead of me just scratching a couple numbers and Hey, I'm a millionaire. Like, like, right. let's say like, I would rather work my ass off and take 10 years than just get lucky at something. It's, it's the sweat equity part of it. I mean, the reason, like going back to Owu, the reason your junior year, my our senior year was so special for me and then led up to your your senior year was because, you know, when we start when I started as a freshman and even when you started as a freshman, I know we were six and four, which made our my sophomore season and your your freshman, freshman season five and five, and then to four and six, that's really tough to see, especially when you the group of guys you have, the work you've been putting in, that's really tough to see. But I think if we didn't have one game worse every single year and we're putting in all this this tough work and we're grinding and we're getting as close as possible, I don't think we have the seven and three season we had seen uh, my senior year going one game shy of getting a share for the conference. And I don't think you guys have that year moving forward. I think going through those trials and tribulations, it builds – sweat equity from the the lowest of the lows to the highest of the highs and you have those feelings in your heart and your mind and your gut about what makes you feel good when something happens what makes you feel like shit when something happens you know what you want to try and prevent and stay away from and you know what you really want to happen that way not only you can be happy but you can be happy with and for the people that you were working with I mean that's one thing that was you know my favorite part about Owu was winning side by side and it's the best part of sports too is winning side by side with some of your best buds it's being able to that's why I like going into all these ideas with sauce is because going into it going through some shitty times together and getting working out of it now you can look at you know obviously that meme that was going around hey look at us who would have thought right like you know being able to look back on the low times makes the 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 highest of the highs much more better or much better sorry yeah, not even not even trying to like bring up maybe a a little bit of a painful memory for you guys because it was painful for all of us. But like you kind of touched on like you know we went from five and five, four and six to seven and three. And you know what what drove me especially was your that last game of the year at Wittenberg, and then watching that like I will net like that is a memory. But like I feel like that's something that drove me throughout life as well. As you look at like you know that feeling right there. You never want to feel that again. You don't want to go through that again. So you, like that, it drives you even more. Like, but that right there was a failure. That is, this has been the overall topic of this entire episode, but failure, it, it was something that taught you. Like, that's the thing. Failures will teach you. Holy shit. This sucks. Like, I don't want to feel like this. And, it, but like it it, 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 it does suck in the moment, but it, like, you just have to keep going. That's, I think that's the hardest thing. So like, what would you, if you guys could give like one piece of advice through somebody who just went through a failure and you guys know the feeling like you went through a failure, you're at, you feel like you're at your lowest. What would be your biggest piece of advice? My biggest piece of advice for if you just encountered a failure of any capacity is don't worry. It will get better. Move on, but never forget the feeling move on, but never forget the feeling. Use that feeling to fuel you move on, but never forget the feeling. Yeah, I mean, 
after certain times you're gonna get sick and tired of feeling that way and you're gonna it's gonna come to a point where you're gonna make the right move this time and it's gonna it's gonna work out for you so never forget that feeling of what it's like to fail or to lose I would I would say I, I don't even know if I have something different I think that would be it for me too is well, it's hard to differentiate between twins. You guys are kind of the same people. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, that was like, I mean, that's kind of what gets me through a lot. Like, just you can't you can't dwell on it too much because you don't want to go through, you know, like whatever depression or misery or let it lead to other failures. That way you're not focusing on what's moving forward. Life's gonna go on and you just have to accept that. And it life will be better once you accept that you're going to make mistakes and then you are going to move on and nothing's, you know, everything's going to be the same after you fail. Nothing. It's not like, it's not life or death. So you will move on. Everything will get better. Just don't forget how you felt when you failed. Just don't forget that gut feeling, you know, whether you were crying on the field, you know, whatever it was, just don't forget that feeling. Cause that is going to make, like I said, that's going to make winning. And once you do win much better, I guarantee it. I feel like that's something like that you can look at like when you're you don't forget that feeling. So like when you start slacking off sometimes, if you like you wanted say you wanted to lose, you know, 20 pounds. When you start being like, you know what, I'm going to skip the gym today and then you're going, you, you got to think back. Why was I wanting to lose this 20 pounds? You have to think back to that feeling of why you're wanting to lose the weight. You have to go back to that. You have to go to your overall why. I think that's kind of where you're, you guys almost went with that. It's you, why, why are you doing what you're doing? You have to remember your why. And I think whys are very important. I think a lot of people over like kind of sometimes underestimate them and don't think about what they truly are. And I think like a lot of people talk about like, what's your why? What are you, why are you doing what you're doing? And it, it sometimes if you can't answer that question, then you're not truly invested and you're not truly where you want to be and like it's it's hard to do sometimes but you really have to sit down and ask yourself that hard question of why you're doing what you're doing whatever it is right 100 i'm very glad you brought that up because so when we were i was speaking with one of our we were speaking with one of our mentors like sas said earlier um and we were talking to him about you know going back to business like we don't know what we want to do we want to figure stuff out we want to keep moving forward and keep excelling within the business world and things like that. And he said something that I never really thought about. And I would have, if he didn't tell me that, I would have thought the complete opposite. But he was like, don't chase passion, chase commitment. And it was a guy, Kevin Ramsey, who did play OU football, said, don't chase passion, chase commitment. Because passion will run out eventually. If you really think about it, passion will eventually run out. Like going to the gym, you don't want to, you're not going to the gym because you're passionate about going to work out. I don't even think bodybuilders, go to the gym because they're passionate about working out, but they're extremely committed to, you know, whatever it may be, whether it's looking the certain way, winning those competitions. Um, and they're crazy. I mean, I think you got to add that in. <laughs> and, and they're literally, but just chasing something like, and he, the example he brought up was, you know, he's passionate, you know, he's been in a marriage for what, 20 something years. You know, he doesn't have that same passion as the day they got married or first started dating as he does right now. Like it was much stronger back then, but he's committed to his wife. He's committed to his family. He's committed to what they have going for them. So you got to find your why, because that's what you're going to be committed to. And once you find that, that's what's going to make you keep going. You're because at that point, you're not doing it just for yourself. Like you said, you're doing it for the why and that's bigger than you so that that's kind of what helps you move forward and in, in, 
my perspective. A quick story I have too on that a little bit is is with O football and the way our tenure went, the four years that we went into earlier in, on the podcast. I, I saw the way leaders led our team and, and you did too in the short time uh, you've been there as well. Um, and I mean, it, it was good, but I felt like I wanted something a little bit more. Right. And I always thought of anywhere I go, anywhere I go, always want to leave the place better than you found it. That's that should be instilled, I think, in everyone, because that's truly how you I mean, we're here to leave a mark, whatever the mark is on the world. You're here to leave a mark. And when it really hit me was at that last game, Wittenberg, right? We had a great season. We had we just fell an inch short of that NCAA, NCSA champ, or, uh, NCAC championship game, right? And, I mean, after the game, I was in tears. I was upset because we, we fell short of the failure. But I look back at all these freshmen who honestly don't even know what's going on, like, like Ian Riddle, like I, I vividly remember looking at Ian Riddle and he was crying with me and I was, and, and he was telling me, thank you. And I was like, I was like, I didn't understand why, but now I'm like, cause he, I mean, he's panning out to have a great career too. I, I mean, everyone that's come after me, I wanted to make sure they understood how much I cared about this program and how much this program can really change your life and how much, whatever it may be for you can change your life. So if you just like play, perform, act with with that commitment and with 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 love I think you're going to be able to leave anything better the way you found it just like that situation because I saw visually I was like wow like I really made an impact here that's that 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 moved me more than our entire season right so that was something that kind of just like I mean want invest in people invest in yourself and and keep I mean keep moving forward yeah I'll, I'll say this kind of before we get into the final things of this episode but you know, you guys talked at the uh, beginning about being a role model and being like, that's what you guys kind of strive to be. And I will say like, you guys were definitely two of the people that in my four years in college there, like that I looked up to the most. And like you said, leave it better than where you, when you got there. And like, that's what, that was like, that that hit home right there because I looked at like what you guys did your guys last year. And it it sucks too. What, What pissed me off the most, I think about that year not even football wise was that that was the year of COVID and it like that was one of my favorite years of college and it got cut short because of that and that's what sucks so much because like you guys were people like your class in general there's a lot of guys in your class including yourselves that I looked up to that were like people that I'm like you know these are the people that I want to be like these are the people that next season when these freshmen come in like I want to take them under my arm and like I want to be able to the people tell people stories about those guys and what they did, but also kind of fit in, like hopefully fill their shoes and do what they did. One hundred percent. So I got a question that I like to ask all of my guests, and it's a fun one. Sometimes it gets a little deep, sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it's funny. So it kind of, I'll, I'll tell you what Teddy said after we answer this question. I think you guys already know what's coming, unless you guys already heard that episode. But if you could go back in time and tell your 16-year-old self one thing, what would it be? I would tell myself, and I have been thinking about this a lot lately, enjoy being in the moment. Enjoy being in the moment because, I mean, when you're young, you don't understand when adults tell you in the blink of an eye, you're going to be a senior in high school. In a blink of an eye, four years of college, gone by. And in a blink of an eye, I'm 24. I don't. I have no regrets. I don't regret anything. But people who are younger than me 
and living in those in the best time of their lives live in the moment there is nothing too much too bad to stress about nothing worth stressing about just live in the moment and enjoy every single day every single thing you do do it with love do it with passion do it with whatever you want to do and just just enjoy being young enjoy being in the moment dude when we're young we want to grow up so bad but then we Don't grow up it. and we're like, I want to go back. No, take me back Don't to when I was younger. Take me back. <laughs> Be like Peter Pan. Cause I was gonna say I hate to do this to you and the, and the people listening, but honestly, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything else but that same thing. Be like Peter Pan. Just just enjoy one, enjoy being young, enjoy being with your friends, doing dumb but responsible things. Do like you know, just enjoy being like a dumb young kid who doesn't know anything and is oblivious to what's in front of them. Just nothing's nothing is as big of a deal as I think it is right now. It's gonna over. Everything's gonna be fine, and just enjoy like those moments that you do have. Because like sometimes even when I'm scrolling through my you know my camera roll on my phone at night, I'm like go all the way to the top. Let's see what I run into now, and it's like holy shit, like. Like we used to be so close. Like this was such a great time in my life. Then it's like to college. I was like, I remember this. Like it was like so much fun. And just, you know, even things from like two weeks ago, I was like, I wish I could relive this. It was just such a good time. Just make sure you're just like taking advantage of those moments when they're there. And it's hard to know when you're in those moments, but just try and like take a step back sometimes and be like, all right, this was, this is a moment. Let me just enjoy this real quick and just enjoy your time. I mean, don't grow up i mean don't grow up too fast obviously do what you got to do but just enjoy every second of it yeah my buddy sent me something on instagram or tiktok or something and it said imagine if somebody was video videoing you and your friends and it like made a like a highlight reel of the best times of your life and i was like but then like in that instant it like just brought back memories like certain memories and you're just like that would be the coolest thing ever but like I feel like we get so wrapped up sometimes and it's been talked about on this podcast a lot. Like you get so wrapped up in your phones and social media, like the, like some of my best nights that I remember, you know, back home when I would be home with friends over college is like just sitting around a fire and like listening to music, drinking some beers, like just hanging out. And then like, like you just have some of those best memories there. And it, it, we get so like when we're young, I think we get so caught up in just trying to, move up move fast like we want to get somewhere faster slow down trust me it'll help you in the long run you'll be glad um also there's these things called bills that you don't want to have to have so <laughs> it's it's better when you live with mom and dad sometimes yeah definitely oh God. definitely and say hi to a couple people on the way meet new people make friends get yourself out there I and mean, that's how that's how you're going to leave a, a good mark on the on the world put yourself out there meet new people people do something you wouldn't do last year do do something different just enjoy it literally enjoy it with that i think that moves us into the best segment of the podcast which is motivation monday Motivation Monday is the point in the episode where I allow the guests to give the Roughnecks listeners a little inspirational bump to set the tone for the week as they listen on Monday morning. So what you guys got, fellas? I know it's going to be a good one. What do you guys got for Motivation Monday? So what I've got is 
I briefly uh, said it in the in, earlier in the podcast, but something that I try to do every single day, and I think you're going to leave a good mark on this world, and that's what I'm really about is just be a role model. Something I wake up to and, and look forward to every single day is is when I when I wake up that day, I'm like, all right, am I the man my parents want me to be? Someone my sisters can look up to? Am I someone my brother can rely on? Am I uh, someone... I can cr- continue to have long lasting relationships with, am I someone um, that, that I would want to look up to. Right. I mean that nothing gets me more motivated than someone looking up to me. And that's how I want to live my life. And I hope uh, you guys pick someone younger than you or someone older than you and decide to be a role model, because I think you'll see what kind of an impact you can really do on someone else's life. Yeah. It, and the big thing is, is you never know who's watching. hundred percent. You never know. You, you like you there's I mean, we could literally look at you could turn right out of Selby and be going um down there to that stoplight and you could be having your music blaring with that rap music, but there's that school right there, and you could be going right by with a bunch of kids and they could look over and be like, Oh, that's what I want to be. Or you could be, I don't know, like you, you you just you never know like what they see. And you kind of look at that, like people are always watching, and the thing that really hit home with that is am I who I want to be my parent, like who my parents want me to be? Like you kind of look at that and you're like that, that can almost be a good decision gauge on a lot of things. Like, are you about to do something really dumb? And you even are questioning, Hey, this might not be a good idea, but you know, you screw it. But then you also got to go, what would my parents think? And when you look at it that way, I don't know, like we're both, we're all very family oriented people. And when you look at it that way, you go, Oh yeah, probably shouldn't do this. Not not everybody's that way, and I understand that like circumstances happen, but like you know, look at who your role model, role model is, and look at who you look up to. Is it something that something that I somebody said to me one time? It was there's only two people in this world that you should make proud, and it should be your 80 year old self and your eight year old self. And when you look at that, it's like, would my 80 year old self like what I'm doing? And if I was eight year old, eight years old, would I want him getting into this? And it's just kind of one of those things that you kind of look at, and it's like, damn, that's actually a pretty deep quote. I love that. Right? Yeah, I love that. that. I do love that one. But with that, that's a wrap on this episode. I honestly don't know what episode it's going to be because it depends on if I get the episode recorded tomorrow. So this could come out at a few different times. At this point, I think I'm done saying what episode it is on the episodes because. I'm recording well in advance and that way if something falls through, I have an episode, but thank you guys for coming on uh, to the Roughnecks podcast. I truly appreciate it. This has been something a long time in the making, but I truly appreciate you guys coming on. Appreciate you having us. No problem. Cool. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Yes, sir. But until Friday, you guys know the deal. Life is hard and it's going to knock you down just like a bull does to a bull rider. Don't let the bull of life walk all over you. Get up. Grab the bull by the horns and take control of your life. Roughnecks out. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of the Roughnecks podcast. If you like today's episode, then be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and share it with a friend if you got some value from it. Head over to social media and follow the Roughnecks podcast on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to that YouTube channel. Don't forget to get you some of that merch by heading over to roughneckspodcast.com and subscribe to the newsletter while you're there. See you all next week. Roughnecks out.